Now, all these perks can mean a lot, especially if you're at a time in your life when benefits, family, and savings are your top priorities. These external rewards are easy to measure, while the intrinsic rewards, where a lot of your job fulfillment comes from, are a lot harder to quantify. Hi, this is Diana Burnell O'Leary, job search strategist and career coach here at Job Talk Weekly. We are starting the year with an emphasis on job fulfillment and ways to find it. Because what we do for work has a tremendous ripple effect on our personal lives, our relationships, and how we go about our days. Are you jumping out of bed, eager to start your day? Or are you hitting the snooze alarm one too many times, procrastinating and doing anything but getting ready for work? Too often, we get caught up in the day-to-day of work without asking ourselves if this is still the right job, the right place for us. All of a sudden, there you are, celebrating your 10-year work anniversary, and you thought you were supposed to be there for a two-year stepping stone. You find yourself asking, like David Byrne, how did I get here? Now, you could be in one of two boats. The first situation is you know you want to be doing something else, but you don't know what that is or how to go about it. That's okay. That's where exploration and discovery come in, and we have a lot of resources that can help you figure that out. Now, the second scenario could be that you have been looking for a job, but these openings and offers are not resonating with you. If so, ask yourself, have you taken the time to really pause and think through what you want? You're not just going from one job to the next. Because that's exactly what happened to me when I was looking for a new job in Chicago ages ago, and I was turning down some pretty neat offers from pretty big companies. Finally, it was a friend who said, maybe you're looking for the wrong job. She introduced me to a career discovery seminar, and that gave me the framework to assess my strengths and values and the clarity and courage to launch into an entirely different career. And I haven't looked back. And that's really why I help other people with their careers. I feel so fortunate that I figured out the importance of job fulfillment early on, that I want to make it easier and faster for you to get there. So I'm sharing what I've learned over the years and what has worked for me and others in the hopes that if you are stuck, you can figure out your next steps a lot sooner rather than later and get yourself the joy and happiness you deserve every day. Today we'll talk about different elements of job fulfillment so that you gain the clarity and confidence to make changes. Quick note here, making a change does not always mean quitting your job. I think that's a misconception and we'll dig into that deeper in a future episode. You can make change at your current job and get what you need as long as you know what that is. Now, while everyone's needs and wants and situations are different, I find that certain elements of fulfillment are often the same. But at different times of your life, some things rank higher or lower on your priority list. So you can consider these elements consistently throughout your career to assess if you're getting what you need in that moment of your life. Before we dig in, let me mention that if you want some more help walking through these criteria, I'm hosting a free virtual workshop on January 24th with Power to Fly. We are teaming up again this year for an online session called How to Know When It's Time for a New Job. We'll have a live Q&A and I'll review these essential criteria that can help you make these decisions about your current job to see if it's no longer serving you and what to do about it. We'll talk more in depth about these elements and get yourself a little bit closer to job fulfillment faster. Again, that's January 24, noon Pacific time, 3 o'clock Eastern. Check out a link in the show notes.
So for today, let's look at some of these criteria that I've seen play a significant role in job fulfillment. The extrinsic rewards can be easy to assess because they are so tangible. Things like benefits, pay, title. And there is nothing wrong with acknowledging that these things matter. You're not superficial. You're not materialistic. But for you right now, it's finding out how much they matter to you at this point in your life. For instance, a lot of people are eager to attain a certain title, and I certainly get it. When I was younger, I wanted to be recognized for my contributions. And a title was a way to tell the outside world that I had reached a certain level of success, whether it was director or later vice president. You just want to make sure that your title fully captures not just what you do, but your value to the company and how others in the field might perceive you. Is your title keeping pace with your peers? Now, a lot of companies are getting away from structured titles, and new titles are coming up all the time. That's why reputation is key. Make sure that you are known for your value behind the title. Now, let's jump into pay, because I know for some people, they might go straight there. And pay, salary, is obviously important. But your salary is more than just about paying the bills. And while you do have to assess your needs and wants, your pay should be tied to market value. What is the marketplace paying for your set of skills and years of experience? Do you know what your ideal pay should be? If not, maybe you need to do some research. And if you do have a unique set of talents and experience, what type of premium can that command? Now, one question that does come up is taking a cut in pay for a certain job. You may be able and willing to take a pay cut, but not because you just can't find anything else but because there is something very distinct that you can gain from this new job. Maybe it's skills or training or exposure. Maybe it's even a shorter commute because when you have kids in daycare, time is money. <laughs> when I first thought about switching industries, I took a pay cut that paid for itself not even a year later because I was then offered a raise and an opportunity to move to California. My entire life changed because I was willing to take a risk based on my values and goals at the time. Now, benefits are extremely expensive, and this can be the type of thing that I would not have paid attention to 20 years ago. So you have to think through, do you have dependents, other people that rely on you for benefits? Maybe it's your partner that does have the great benefits. If that's the case, though, the two of you may have to negotiate if one person wants to make a career change that impacts the family benefits. One of my favorite benefits, actually, is retirement. And come on, Gen Z, lean into this one. The younger you are, the smarter you will be for prioritizing retirement benefits now. I started my career in human resources where we always evaluated the benefits. And one time the company went through a major overhaul of retirement. My boss pulled me aside and she said, you are maxing out your contribution, aren't you? I said, yes, yes, Abby, I am. And I am so grateful that I was because now 20 years later, that little nugget that I invested has grown exponentially. Thank you, Abby. Now, the big topic of the year has been around the workplace. That's flexibility, remote work, your commute, all of that goes into workplace. It has such a direct impact on our daily satisfaction. So many people enjoyed the perks of working from home. Companies are doing what they can to continue that. Now, we have to be realistic because some companies can't. Childcare, healthcare, hospitality, the entire nature of their job is to serve humans face-to-face. -face. Or look at the entertainment industry filming. So you have to consider, are you still okay showing up five days a week? If not, 
how can you apply your skills at another company that offers the flexibility you need once you know exactly what that is. Now, most folks I've been talking to are enjoying a hybrid situation where they can work from home maybe one or two days a week. And trust me, in Los Angeles with traffic, even one day a week can take the edge off an otherwise massive commute. Now, all these perks can mean a lot, especially if you're at a time in your life when benefits, family, and savings are your top priorities. These external rewards are easy to measure, while the intrinsic rewards, where a lot of your job fulfillment comes from, are a lot harder to quantify. When we talk about fulfillment, that's the satisfaction and joy you feel with the work that you do every day. How are you contributing, and how does it make you feel? Are you at the top of your game, or are you struggling to keep up? What about the company's impact on people or the planet? These are things that can kind of make up for those long hours or commute or other elements that aren't ideal. Now, intrinsic rewards are ones that only you can identify. Are you a change agent and love seeing things constantly change and improved? Are you a super sleuth at heart and you love doing research and investigating? Are you a problem solver? And are you using these skills that really keep you buzzing? Do you have authority or independence at the office to make big decisions? And do you feel like you've taken this job as far as you can go and there's no more room for growth or challenges? While it's different for everyone, you know it when you feel it. If you don't currently have that buzz about your work, think through the jobs where you did lose track of time, where you loved going in early, or you felt extremely proud of your work. Times when maybe your boss or your peers really recognized your efforts. When did you last feel that buzz of excitement or fulfillment? And can you get it again? Maybe you started out really fulfilled in your job, but over time you've mastered your current role. And mastering your work can be satisfying and be rewarding too because you get rewarded for that. But make sure that after a while you don't feel tired of doing the same thing. And if that is the case, how can you build on that strong skill set to still feel fulfilled? Does that mean you're going to lead a team or go to someplace else to do it or maybe go out on your own as a consultant? You know, You've got to figure out what's important for you, and it can be really hard because our parents didn't think about job fulfillment. But this pandemic has shown us a lot about ourselves and what we value. Life is too short to be stuck in a job that doesn't fill you up, and you deserve better. You want to feel good about how your time is spent, and that's one we don't mind if we are working late or driving into work because we love what we're doing. Or maybe you do have a tremendous compensation package and you are thrilled to be able to take care of your family. And that's enough for you. And that's okay. Just ask yourself, do you feel inspired more times than not? Inspiration does not mean that you have to work for a nonprofit. Trust me, I've worked in nonprofit for a long time. And while there are plenty of rewarding jobs in nonprofit, there are also plenty of miserable ones too, no matter how great the mission. And you can be extremely fulfilled working for a private company because of the culture, the people, and the satisfaction you get from contributing your skill set. So write these things out. Write down all these criteria and start to rank them. Maybe the order is really clear. Maybe it's one thing. Maybe it's a combination of two or three. Write it down. Come back to it tomorrow, the next day. Really assess these criteria. And then you'll be able to make a thoughtful decision about where to go next. And these are criteria that you should use maybe once a year to figure out where you are. Some people like to do it around New Year's, hence we, here we are in January. But another great day to do it is Labor Day. What a great time to remind ourselves. 
you also want to do it, especially when there has been a change at the company or in your personal life. In upcoming episodes, we'll talk more about remote work opportunities and ways to get the most out of your current job. And a couple of 80s references continue to be thrown in. Again, the workshop on January 24th, how to know when it's time for a new job, January 24th, noon Pacific time, 3 o'clock Eastern. The link is in the show notes. You can sign up and learn more. And we also have group coaching sessions coming up. You can go to the website at jobtalkweekly.com. I hope my COVID voice did okay. I've got one more week to go. And yes, I was fully vaccinated and boosted, so I'm just holding out for another week at home. If you enjoy the podcast, and I hope you do, share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave us a review. You can always find more job search strategies on our socials or on our website, jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time. Thank you.